So I got this app because, you know, your girl's got to really start being more intentional with preventing pregnancy and not just guessing because we all know how that turned out. And it tells me like what you can expect this week. So you're ovulating. So you may be more hungry. And I didn't know that that was really a thing. I didn't really put two and two together. Did you already know that? Um, I mean, I feel like, I guess I don't, I didn't know that. Nope. I did not know. Thank you for enlightening me. I mean, you mentioned the ice cream. So I was thinking, okay, she's already pretty attuned to this. I just start craving chocolate and sweets. You do that when you're ovulating? Because I crave that when I'm on my period. And then after my period. And then while I'm ovulating. And then before my period. So I'm just constant. I'm like literally constantly craving chocolate. <laughs> I take that with my anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> That's my medicine. My prenatal. <laughs> my dark chocolate. My doctor was like, are you eating chocolate at night? And I was like, No. <laughs> yeah I always fucking eat chocolate shut at up <laughs> yeah. just shut up I was like that's not why I'm sleeping bad it's not at all okay I only have like five handfuls of it it's not <laughs> like there's that much caffeine speaking right. of I literally had dark chocolate last night and could not go to sleep after because I had so much of it I hate that that's rough. you know there's people out there that are just enjoying themselves dark chocolate and they sleep yeah. like a freaking baby yeah there's people out there doing a lot of things, eating dairy, not thinking about it. Well, welcome to Tuning In From Within, the podcast that gives people space to reflect on and challenge their thoughts and opinions on health-related topics. We wanted to really introduce ourselves, and not just our names and our titles, but also just the daily struggles of being Kelly and Kara. Just <laughs> kidding. Our life is so good and privileged. I <laughs> it really is, but sometimes the shit hits. So we want to talk about it and we want you to be part of the conversation. And I think being able to do an episode where we just talk about who we are and how we know each other is something that I really love that other podcasters do. So I thought, why not implement it right here, right now? Yes. And, you know, we just love the sound of our own voices. So this just kind of works out perfectly. We do. (laughs) (laughs) So the thing with our podcast is that we are talking about important equity-related issues, and then we just add a little personal touch. And when I say personal, I mean personal, just like what we were just talking about with our menstrual cycles. We like to be in the know about as much as we can. We are the friends that you come to when you have something quote-unquote embarrassing going on uh, or happening within your body. There's no judgment from us. Amen to that. Amen. You know that my sister and my brother-in-law, they have a running bet going for how long it'll take me to bring up something about poop when I sit down with them or if I hang out with them. (laughs) Like, I will sit down and then I'll mention something. I don't even realize I'm bringing up poop. And they're like, they'll turn to each other, five minutes this time. You called it. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. Okay. So you're aware of this bet and yet you still But I always forget. Yeah. I always forget. Well, it means that you're comfortable around them. Or just yeah. everyone, because that's what you got to talk about sometimes. Yeah, Everyone I, poops. Everyone poops. Everybody poops. But if you don't, we'll also talk about that too. You know, this yes. is a space for those, my constipated friends. Wink, wink. <laughs> I feel called out. <laughs> I try to be discreet. You know, I winked, but then I had to say wink, wink, just in case. <laughs> so Kara and I lived together for a year, and that's kind of how we began our whole relationship and these types of conversations. It was a short year and honestly the best year of my life. Apart from Kaya, obviously, but like 
I love that I take a close second. You are very close second. (laughs) To the baby. (laughs) No, it was one of the greatest years of my life, truly. And I think right when we met, I'm just going to dive into this. It's not next in our notes, but I'm just Mm going to go. Please. Um, You just had an extra space in your apartment and I needed a place to live. So I was Uh connected to you through someone else. And I just remember talking on the phone the first time to kind of figure out the logistics. You were going to be gone when I was moving in. No welcome party. That's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, <laughs> so just wanted to talk about, you know, like the roommate logistics. And then I showed up in Nevada and you weren't there. So I settled in for the first couple of days. And then you came back from, I can't, I think Washington, you were in Washington maybe. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. you came back and we talked for like, Two and a half hours just standing in the kitchen. It was nighttime too. because It was. Had, yeah. Wasn't it your first day? It was my first day. With AmeriCorps. I remember yeah. that. Um, if That phone call, by the way, too. I remember the connection was really shitty. It was so bad. <laughs> but that was me because I didn't know how to turn a certain setting on on my phone. And literally for a whole year, I wasn't able to get any calls unless I had Wi-Fi because I'm an idiot and I didn't go under settings. So just to kind of give you an explanation of who I am. But yeah, I remember that phone call too. And even when, shout out to JB, we won't say names, but she's the one that connected us. She knows. Mentioned that someone needed a roommate in AmeriCorps. I was kind of like, okay, this could go too very. Yeah, this could go terrible. But you know what? Let's see, because I'm a little terrified living alone. I enjoyed it, but it's also, I'm afraid of the dark. Who isn't? Mm -hmm. And was thinking at least that space would be filled, even if we don't get along. So after that spotty phone call, and you showing up, I was like, okay, she is so freaking cool. And I want to be, I want to be good friends with her, but don't come off too strong, Kara. Don't come off too strong. Save the poop talk for later. <laughs> we were entering in a, a relationship basically because I felt the same way. I was like, I don't want to invite myself to all of these things. I know. I remember you saying that. I, I was like, okay. Um. You're like, okay, fine. But do you want to come? I don't know. But do you want to hang out? <laughs> so tell me now, right now. It's literally dating. When you meet friends out of college you're it's like a blind date yeah there there's so many things we need to talk about on this podcast and I think making friends as an adult and keeping connections is one we should add in yeah but the other thing that really tied us together at the beginning too is that we both got our wait you got your bachelor's in public health right I did yeah it was you don't remember this (laughs) oh my god no, I was like, wait, did Nevada have that or did they just have like a minor in it? I can't I'm remember. I'm just going to excuse myself from this conversation. I know. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had my bachelor's degree. It was community health sciences. And then okay. you can do an emphasis in public health or you could do kinesiology. Okay. I knew it yeah. was something not called like straight up public health. Yeah. Because you got your BS in public health. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, professionally, that's who we are. And we love learning about and exploring new things and questioning, you know, the wellness world and how equity fits in and if equity is even being considered. The thing about us is that we can go from zero to 100 very quick. So we can be talking about poop and then we can be talking about like, how messed up is it that the United States has the highest maternal death rate of any developed country in the world? I mean, buckle up, people, because this is going to be a bumpy ride, and I get motion sickness, so I'm sitting in the front. I also get motion sickness. I need the front. We need a three-seater. Well, I guess we can both be in the front. Oh, my God. Someone's driving. Someone's driving. We'll take turns. But, yes, there really is that 
vast range for topics we'll be talking about. But again, it really comes back to what's happening in the health world. Like Kelly mm-hmm. was saying, how can we tie in equity? Um, why do I have the urge to pee every five minutes? We'll unravel all of that. Seamlessly. Yes. <laughs> As we were just talking about, it's bumpy. <laughs> From bumpy to seamlessly. Which which will you trust? Tune in. <laughs> Um, and because there's only two of us in the front seat, we do have room in the back. So we'd love for all of you to come with us because we are so much fun. If you haven't already gathered that, right, Kara? Yeah. Tell them. We're fun. We're cool. We're hilarious. We're the whole package, honestly. And we have to remind our partners that sometimes, but you all know. We're not regular public health professionals. We're cool public health professionals. The coolest. But Kelly, speaking of public health yes. and being really, really cool, can you give us a quick overview of what drew you to this field? I can. And I also just want to not skate past the fact that you said coolio or coolest. 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 Yeah. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Add it, add it to everyone's vocab. The coolest. I... It's from an Adam Sandler movie. I don't remember which one, but. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So public health. Hello. I knew really early on, I always feel super lucky when talking about public health. One, I am a public health geek. I absolutely love it. But in high school, I actually had someone really close to me struggling with severe depression. And she approached me and said, I really need help. I want to get this under control, but I don't really know how. But I know my eating habits aren't great. Like, I know I don't get physical activity a lot. I need to do this. I was in sports. I was always really active. I was I also had some stomach issues that made me eat well, so, or at least try to, you know, I snuck a, I snuck those pizzas in school sometimes, <laughs> whatever. Um, in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you could find me six period with the pizza in my pocket. Anyway, so I knew really quick that like prevention was where I wanted to be. So I found the public health program at UW-La Crosse. I went there and I focused a lot on local food and garden education because the food system is really where my heart is in public health. These local places are where I thought my dream job was. Then I took a gap year between undergrad and grad school and I decided to do AmeriCorps VISTA, which is like a domestic Peace Corps. Also how I met Kara. Um, Also how we met our producer, who we will talk about a little bit later but anyway got a call from reno nevada and they were like hey we really want you to come out and i was like no thank you because it was at a healthcare system and that's not where i wanted to be (laughs) hard pass yeah i was like i don't know how you got my number this is weird (laughs) jb what is going on well inevitably i spoke with who would be my supervisor and he talked me into it with snowboarding in lake tahoe and i was like all right fine So I took that year and I ended up falling in love with kind of healthcare and the opportunity to fix the healthcare system. And that's really where my focus has been is like closing this gap between the healthcare system and the food system and the community because the community should be at the center of all the decisions that are made in any of the systems that we have. I went to grad school at the University of Minnesota and I really enjoyed my time there. I've worked with some really cool companies like Blue Cross Blue Shield and now I work for a local coalition in Milwaukee and I think it's really great. So um, quick overview. Mm, I won't say that was quick, but that's that's me. So that was pretty good. I mean, to sum up what 12 plus years, 10 plus years of, of life experience. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Side for that. note. 
Yes. You're welcome. I almost convinced Kelly to come to the University of Nevada it is, for her grad program. It is true. It is true. I was accepted and I had to make a really terrible decision and there was a lot of tears involved. She's regretted it ever since, honestly. Don't let her tell you otherwise. Yeah. Leaving Kara and leaving Nevada was probably one of the hardest days of my life. And I'm not even joking about that. Leaving, yeah. leaving all my friends and leaving Nevada. My dad, poor, poor dad in the car with me, just like bawling my eyes out for six hours. He's like, you're going to stop? No. No, dad, I'm not. <laughs> Let me be. But as much as I'd love to keep talking about how much I cried, um, I'm not the only one with a history in public health and a story of how I got there. So, Kara, can you please share how you got into this space? I would love to. And I'm trying to reflect here of where we started, because if we're going back to high school, let me share a little thing or two. So I was a competitive gymnast for about 12 years. And my sophomore year, everyone can look this up. Kara Solomsas injury. And if you find it, you're welcome. Um, I suffered a pretty bad spinal injury. And so that was the end of my gymnastics career. And was supposed to go to college for it. You know, it was a whole trajectory, but I didn't. And so I ended up healing or partially healing from this injury and going to physical therapy. And my physical therapy experience was terrible. You know, they didn't pay attention to me. I was just kind of doing my exercises. Afterwards, I didn't feel any better. I just suffered from chronic pain for the past. It comes and goes now, but it was for the past about eight years, maybe. And so from that experience, I went into college thinking, I'm going to be a physical therapist. You know, I want people to have a good experience with that, unlike mine. So went into school thinking I was going to do PT my first year of school. I shadowed a physical therapist. It was such a freaking snooze vest. I mean, he's there doing paperwork majority of the day. He's working with all the same injuries. All you physical therapists out there, no hate on you at all. I know that there's different trajectories for PT as well. And I had very good experiences afterwards. But that one experience for me was like, nope, I'm not doing this. That on top of the science courses that you have to take for it was like, no, 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 <laughs> Not no, for no, me. no, 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 no. So I switched my trajectory to public health. My mom kind of convinced me to get into it just because it's more broad in general. And she's a great mentor, but um, continue to just do some like internships in college and just kind of get my feet wet a little bit. And I ended up taking a gap year between undergrad and grad school, just like Kelly, and did AmeriCorps eventually, but my first experience was actually working at a mental health counseling place within the University of Nevada, so as their front desk associate, because at one point I was thinking, oh, I'll get into mental health advocacy or whatever that would look like, because I've had family members with mental health conditions, and what I was fielding in as I was working at front desk drained me. Like, it literally took my soul out of my body like a dementor, and I... There was another no that just came out of me. I couldn't do mental health specifically. So then I did AmeriCorps. I found a position. What really caught my eye was that it was a health and wellness coordinator. And my mentor, shout out to Heather, really taught me wellness and well-being and what that lifestyle looks like. And it definitely opened my eyes to what life could be. But then as I went to grad school was where I really learned, did my own self-exploration about equity, 
started a public health club. And then within that, we did an equity committee. And so I really learned that it's prioritizing equity. It's that equity-driven conversation that has to be there too. We can't just expect people to do things the way that they are. We have to look at Mm -hmm. all of the different factors that impact them. And a huge piece of that is racism and white supremacy. And so the fact that I learned about this later in life is beyond me. You know, it just kind of shows the privilege that I grew up with. But um, here we are now. That was a ramble. I need to have an end notes next time because I was like, how did I even get here? No, that was all great. You originally wanted to go into treatment and secondary prevention, tertiary, which means treatment. And you found your passion in public health. And you really found, you know, yourself through all of this. You just have found this spirit in you to not only keep and learn for yourself, but also to share all of this knowledge. And you just want to sort of spread it and plant seeds where people are ready to hear them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so great. And I think... That's also why you kind of got started in in this journey, this podcast journey. Yeah. Thank you, first of all, for validating me. Oh, my God. Always. Day, girlfriend. <laughs> and second, yes, this is how we got here. I went to like this well-being education thing through Natural Grocers. They have a ton of community education classes. They're awesome. They're free. They're probably online now just because of COVID. But one-to-one, met a connection there, who brought me to the first season of the podcast. And then we switched directions with um, our lovely producer and editor, Jernai Aniwar. She is on her computer all day, working her ass off. And she volunteered to help us out, which is just mm-hmm. so awesome. So I'm really excited to see where this goes. But she is the, she's the genius behind this. She really is. She has to take care of the rambling. So she works her magic day and night. Yeah, it's a lot of rambling to really weave through. Also, just a really quick side note, this isn't important, but I have both of you saved in my phone still with like Reno behind your name and AmeriCorps because that's what I put you in originally. I just <laughs> haven't changed it. I have so many of those. You are um, Rumi. <laughs> I love it. Um, we also met your nine AmeriCorps. So shout out, shout out to them. Corporation of National and Community Service for that networking up. Yeah, I feel like we should do, maybe it doesn't have to be a full episode, but because they really did pay us garbage. Um, but, you know, just like a little short mini episode to talk about AmeriCorps because so many people don't know what it is. Yeah. Yep. We would definitely be doing them a service uh, in addition to the full year that we did and probably mm-hmm. more advertising than they put in for themselves so yeah ayo anyway we have such a long list of things this is like the third thing we've said but that's okay we have lots to talk about and we will never get bored and i hope you will never get bored hopefully we don't get to that point but we just wanted to give you a little bit of background about where we're coming from why we want to do this um and just so you know you feel like you're gab it away with some of your best buds because that's really the whole point of this is to be very engaging and, and conversational with you all too yes um and if you get sick of our voices which i hope you don't um definitely check out our website we'll always have resources and show notes that's tuning in from within.com so don't be shy check us out online do your thing and again we're always going to share really relevant resources or hopefully really relevant Yes. And if you're on Instagram, you can follow us there too. Our tag is, you guessed it, 
at tuning in from within. What? Um, <laughs> also, Instagram is the best way to get in touch with us. We all have access. A team of three, us mighty three, have access to it. So we will get back to your questions, episode suggestions, and any sort of, you know, free stuff you want to send us. Adam Sandler, if you heard this episode, Kara mentioned you. So. Yeah, I, I did mention you. <laughs> she name dropped. So like. I don't know what he would send us except for like his new movies, which I'm not. <laughs> I don't know if I would actually want anything from it, but you name dropped it. So I was there with it. Yeah. Maybe AmeriCorps. They could send us some swag. Oh, Jesus Lord. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> All the above. Um, yeah. I, I feel like that's us. That's who we are. We're happy that you got to this point. Definitely listen to this next season because we have amazing 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 guests on and let us know what else you want from us we're open to suggestions and always remember to tune in ta-ta for now ta-ta's for now and tuning out for now tuning out for now one two three tuning Tuning out out for for now. now it's so bad it's so bad every single time